This is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton, and it is an absolutely gorgeous afternoon out there. And I have a wonderful show planned for you. We're having a little phone glitch, but we're waiting to get the uh, the editor of Chicken Soup for the Soul on the air. Um, you, everybody knows Chicken Soup for the Soul. They have hundreds and hundreds of books out there. The one, the most recent is The Spirit of America. It's 101 stories about what makes America great. And what is wonderful about this is, you know, in the light of everything that's happened in our in our country with all the the bombings and the shootings lately it's just nice to have some good stories to go to and talk about so let's go now to amy newmark who is the editor of chicken soup for the soul amy it's just nice to hear some good positive things about our country lately because if you've if you've picked up a newspaper or listened to the radio or television, um, we've just heard some negativity lately about some bad things that have happened to the country. But, but in the Chicken Soup for the Soul, the Spirit of America, you bring out what is good about America lately. Yeah, and you know, when I decided to make this book a year ago, I didn't even realize how negative this election was going to be, (laughs) you know, and I thought we were going to need this book, but I didn't even realize how much we were going to need chicken soup for America's soul. I'm so glad that we made this book because this book is about what unites us, not what divides us. And it's about how we already live in the best country on earth. Absolutely. And so there are 101 stories, and these are just from average people around the country and then what i love about this book is a proceeds from each sale of the book the royalties from the book benefit the bob woodruff foundation for stand up for heroes program for veterans yeah and what happened was as i was collecting stories for the book and of course there were thousands of stories submitted and we could only publish 101 of them I noticed that we were getting a very high percentage of stories about the military, about active service members, about their families, about veterans, about 9-11. And what we do at Chicken Soup for the Soul is we always have our books reflect back to our readers what, what was sent in, because we figure what is sent in shows what's really on people's minds. So when I saw that our book was going to be half, stories about active service members, the military families, mm-hmm. veterans, 9-11, where the wounds are still so fresh. Sure. Um, I said, I want to use this book to benefit service members, their families, veterans. And so we had worked with the Bob Woodruff Foundation a couple of years ago when we did a book about recovering from traumatic brain injuries. Mm-hmm. So I went back to Lee Woodruff, who's Bob's wife, and I said, can you work with me again, and this time we're going to give even more money to the Bob Woodruff Foundation. And this book, by the way, is a huge bestseller already. I just got my um, results. We get this thing called Nielsen Book Scan, and we're something like number 14 of all books in our category, mm-hmm. all self-help books, and that's really, really strong. 
Well, so, congratulations, yeah. and, I, and I hope after uh, folks here, uh, you and I talk today that, that more will sell and Independence Day coming our way. So it's, it's on everybody's mind. Give us some of the stories that are, are on the top of your mind that are in the book. Well, we do have, believe it or not, a whole chapter just about flying the flag because people talked about that a lot. And do you know that sales of American flags are up 15% this year? Good. And it seems to be so controversial whether you can fly it or not. Well, I don't see why everybody can't fly one. And, and even now, red, white, and blue clothing, clothing with the flag motif, beer cans, M&Ms, um, even like cool you know, bathing trunks for mm-hmm. men boxers, um, all kinds of clothing. I saw a Brooks Brothers ad the other day where there was a polo shirt and it was red, white, and blue. Everybody's getting very patriotic. Um, yeah, I made this book thinking that people would you know, bring it as a hostess gift if they were going to a 4th of July barbecue or something. But anyway, when it comes to the flag, I started the book with a story that I loved because it, it, it repeated something my mother had said to me. She had just bought a new American flag because she always flies an American flag off the front uh, porch of her house. And she said she had a really hard time finding one that was high quality and that was made in the USA. And so the first story in our book... That's ironic, isn't it? Yeah. So the first story in our book is from a woman named Josephine Fitzpatrick, and she searched everywhere for a new flag and she wanted one that was high quality, made in the USA, and she finally found one, and she was standing in a very long line to buy it, and the guy behind her said, I want to pay for your flag for you. And she thought, what is this? this there's, there's a catch here. I'm very uncomfortable with this. And she said, no, that's okay. I'll buy my own flag. He said, no, I really want to buy it for you. And then he explained that he was a veteran of the first Iraq war, and then she told him that she came from a military family her father, her husband, her brothers, one of her brothers yeah. was killed in Vietnam. And then she realized it meant a lot to this veteran to buy her flag for her. And so she said, I would be very grateful. Thank you so much for buying my flag. And so I thought that was a wonderful story about flying the flag, patriotism, honoring our veterans, letting people express their feelings through this. You know, it's, it's just fabric, but it means so much to us that those 13 stripes and those 50 stars. You know, I don't think, Amy, in my lifetime, I don't think I've seen patriotism at such a high as I did at right after 9-11. It didn't matter if you were a Republican, a Democrat, what political uh, affiliation you were, we were as one then. That's another thing that I found... Um, we had a lot of stories about 9-11, um, really fascinating. Like, we had one story from an air traffic controller. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he talked about what it was like that day to be an air traffic controller and what he had to do and how they, how they had to get the news out. They had to call all the pilots of every plane that was up in the air and tell them, break the news to them, mm-hmm. and then get them all safely landed i mean it was it was unbelievable but we had a lot of stories about 9-11 there was a really sweet one that actually one of our editors barbara lamonico wrote and it was about how 
she was visiting Mount Rushmore two years after 9-11 on July 4th, so yeah. very relevant. And she said everybody at Mount Rushmore was wearing red, white, and blue. And they were standing on some observation deck looking out at the, you know, the sculptures on the mountainside, mm-hmm. and they spontaneously broke into song. And all of these tourists wearing red, white, and blue saying, God bless America. I think I would have burst into tears. Isn't that amazing? I mean, and I think, you know, this is the 15th anniversary. And for some reason, we respond more to, you know, anniversaries that end in zeros and fives. And I think it's very much on people's minds now. I was really amazed at how raw the wounds were because I live in the New York area and we had more than 20 funerals in my town. And you know, people I knew were killed. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, visiting widows and talking to them. But I didn't realize that even in states that had, you know, nobody, nobody, not a single person from their state was in the towers or in the airplanes or in the Pentagon, that the wounds are still so raw for those people, too. It's the wounds are raw for everyone. Exactly. Now, in the book, there there are more talking about just heroes uh, you talk about tell us about the story about the girl who talks to a paramedic who risked his life oh yeah so we have a lot of stories in the book about um uniform personnel not just in the military but our first responders who are our heroes and yes she talks about a paramedic who got into a car that was hanging over a cliff and could have fallen over at any moment and how the paramedic got in there and calmed the driver while the driver was waiting to be rescued. And this paramedic, of course, did not have to do that. And then at the end of the story, she reveals that that brave paramedic is her father. Oh, wow. Yeah, but we did have a lot of stories about that. We had a lot of stories about how we are a nation of helping hands. And I don't know if Americans realize that our tradition of volunteerism is actually pretty unusual. I think in Canada, they're the same way. But then you go to other countries. Like, I was shocked when somebody from France told me that the mothers in France do not go and volunteer in the schools. It would be unheard of for a mother to go and sit at a lunch table and help out the teachers by chaperoning a lunch table, something that we all routinely do. There's no tradition of volunteerism um, in other countries. And so I have a whole chapter about people helping each other and how we we come together to help each other um oh um amy i'm going to stop you there we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to talk about more about what makes america great it's hard to hold it to just 30 minutes of course but more about chicken soup for the soul and the stories that about the spirit of america more about this when we come back you're listening to atlanta living now more of Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. And we are back with Atlanta Living, and I'm your host, Belinda Skelton, speaking with Amy Newmark, editor of Chicken Soup for the Soul and the latest book, The Spirit of America, 101 Stories About What Makes America Great. Uh, we have just a few minutes left with Amy, but there are a few stories I hope we can get in. One is called Election Day, and Amy, give us just a synopsis about what that story's about. Yeah, so this is a great story that I'm so happy we can talk about. We should all do this, by the way. This is about um, the granddaughter of an Italian immigrant who talks about how 
proud her um, how proud her grandfather was to become a citizen and and vote in his first election. And every year he dressed up in a suit and tie to go and vote because he recognized it for the privilege that it is. Amen. To get to vote and um, to have that privilege, uh, we should all cherish that a little bit more. And then the American Boots story. American Boots story, I love that. So this is another one reminding us about how this is the land of opportunity. This is by David Hull, and he always saw that his grandmother kept by the back door a pair of worn leather boots, really old, and nobody ever seemed to wear them. And so he finally said, Grandma, why do you have those boots there? She said, those boots belong to my father. Those were the work boots that he bought when he came to the United States as an immigrant. And those were the boots that allowed him to work and prosper and find opportunity in our great land. And now David Hull keeps those worn boots by his door as a reminder that this is a land of opportunity and that you can work hard and prosper here, which isn't the case in every country in the world. And we take so much for granted in this country that uh, this book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The American Spirit, helps us see that there is so much good and so much that we need to be thankful for and and blessed that we already have so such a leg up by being born in this country that we need to take advantage of. It's a definitely a feel-good book for great summer reading. Amen. And and this is a, a wonderful thing you need to have in your house and in your bookshelf. And like you said, pick it up and take it as a hostess gift to the to the barbecues this summer. Uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul, the American Spirit, um, and royalties from the book go to the Bob Woodruff Foundation's Stand Up for American Program for Veterans. Amy Newmark, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. One, have a wonderful fourth. Yeah, you too. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Well, there's one way to really celebrate Independence Day here in the Atlanta area. And if you want to be part of the great celebration, you need to come to Lenox Square and light up the sky for the 57th annual legendary 4th of July Toast the Red, White, and Blue with Fireworks Family and Fun. And we've brought them back again this year. The people who bring all that together and make it work. Carol Cox, she is um, with the Lenox Square Celebration, going to tell us all about that. And Rick Lambright, and he is the person who blows stuff up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I bet you were a delight as a child, Rick. Uh, actually, no. We, uh, I had spoke earlier today uh I was never one that uh, started fires or was a pyromaniac as a kid. I just well, I, that makes me feel better about what <laughs> my children are doing right now, <laughs> lighting things on fire. Okay, Carol. So this is the fifty seventh annual Linux firework extravaganza, and it and it gets bigger and better every year. I think the first year it started, it was kind of in the back of the mall, and and y'all had several hundred people, and and it's back in the wooded area where Georgia 400 is now and everybody thought it was great and yep. and look at it now 
Yeah, we've come a long way in 57 years. Um, but with, you know, tradition, things grow. And um, we're really excited to um, bring, you know, an Atlanta tradition back again this year and have bigger and better fireworks. So it's not just the fireworks show, but you are the you are the finale. You're what everybody comes to see, Rick. Uh, but it's a full day or a full evening of things that you've planned. So what do people that come to Linux to see everything for the Independence Day celebration, what do they have to look forward to? Well, you can start your day with shopping, you know, Lenox Square. there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. Everybody should start their day with shopping, and that's just every day. But especially on July 4th, um, the shops will open at 10 a.m., and then we do have special holiday hours. We'll be open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, several of the restaurants will remain open later um, to accommodate the large crowds that we'll have. Um, but then at 6 p.m., the festivities will begin with our opening um, band. And it's a Jimmy Buffett tribute band, oh. which is like my heart. <laughs> I mean, it's just what I absolutely love. So that's Son of Sailors. And they're going to kick everything off for us. And then from there, we will have the party continue with Party on the Moon, um, Atlanta's you know favorite party yeah. dance team. Yeah. I think Party on the Moon is who you had last year. They've been with us for several years now, and they are, they're amazing. They travel all over the country. They have done some amazing shows. Um, I think they did Eli Manning's wedding. They've performed for the president. Oh, wow. They've done some really great things, but they're here in Atlanta. So this is their opportunity to kind of give back to Atlanta and then also to see their family and their friends who love to watch them perform. So are they like a cover band that can sing all different varieties and genres of music? Yes. You know, they do a, quite a bit of stuff that's, you know, happening now, mm -hmm. but they can cover everything and they are just the ultimate party band that you want to sing along to absolutely every single song you want to get out of your chair and you want to dance and have fun okay so where does this set up is this the part the parking lot that faces peachtree street so yes peachtree road and lennox square it's kind of like in the corner um okay. right across from macy's um the entire lot right there in front of macy's mm -hmm. will be closed down um we'll have the stage there and then lots and lots of vendors um and then we'll have the fireworks um you know on the macy's on the top of the macy's deck so that whole corner of um, peachtree road and lennox square so they'll the fireworks will be shot where the tree usually is no, not really. It's a little left and behind a tree. The tree's okay. actually up on the roof. Okay. The part of the fireworks actually now for for July fourth come off the parking deck. Okay. Uh, yeah. Macy's really didn't want to have that on top of their uh, building. <laughs> no, it's just it's a much open area. I mean, the, the size of the show, you couldn't really fit it right there where the trees at. Okay. So, yeah. so that leads us in, uh, Rick, to to the show. So I'm I'm reading some of the the background. Um, it draws a crowd of 350,000 people to the show. Yeah. So how I, do you fit that, uh, Carol? I mean, do they park in the parking decks? Do they do they close off the streets around the mall? How does that work? Well, so 350,000 is who we feel like we can see and we can count. But actually, the show spans much larger. Larger, If you think about the people that are in the office towers, the hotels and the buildings, you know, having parties and events inside their own space. So the number of people who watch our show is significantly larger. Yeah. But the um, so the parking, we encourage everyone to take MARTA. You know, that's certainly if you're 
coming in and you're not planning to stay the night, you know, you're not going to be in walking distance, we think the, the Buckhead Marta um, location would be your, your best access. We will have available parking. Um, the prime spots, you know, near Neiman Marcus and that open lot, Macy's mm-hmm. underneath the deck, those fill up quickly. Um, if you're going to be arriving a little bit later in the evening, perhaps parking on the back side near Bloomingdale's, um, that would be your best option. But we will also be charging for parking again this year so um, beginning at 5 p.m yes so plan for that but beginning at 5 p.m we'll charge ten dollars for anyone who wants to park at the center and then there's a special vip for in and out access like quick in and out access it gets loaded out first um, up by neiman marcus Um, but yes definitely marta is your best way to get there okay so for the show the show lasts 15 minutes 16 16 minutes 16 Mm -hmm. minutes and um we have of course the grand finale which is always my favorite how many actual fireworks will be fired during that 16 minutes oh there's over ten thousand fireworks going off uh throughout that 16 minutes now how long did it take you to plan this show oh you probably have uh, 70 to 80 hours uh, starting back in early January um, leading up to the day I arrived to start to set up, uh, which is on July 2nd, uh, setting out the equipment only. Um, and then you probably have just in that uh, July 2nd through the 4th, um, you probably have another 40 to 50 hours when we're when wow. it's all said and done, just in those three days. Now, and you set this off by an electronic. Yes, we use plane. the state-of-the-art uh, pyro digital computerized system that uh, that's been around for a long time in the fireworks industry, and and nothing is better than the pyro digital system uh, because it allows us to have that precise uh, choreographed. Um, dedication to each of those shells. Each individual shell has its own address and will be fired uh, at the appropriate time of the the soundtrack. So it actually lifts off out of the tube three to four seconds prior to that exact beat of the music. So when you see it in the sky, it, it has already left the tube prior to that three to four seconds. Three to four seconds. And so it's being choreographed to music that's correct Do, can you tell us this the music that it's being uh it's it's a uh, patriotic a it's a it's a lot of uh uh contemporary um uh, new music uh, this year so each year um that's how the show gets changed from year to year because uh, the carol works with uh some folks in there in designing the soundtrack that we'll use and then that once that's approved and meets her specifications then she sends it over to me and then we go about choosing and selecting the shells that actually correspond to her mu- music selections now rick how long have you been doing this designing shows for for big cities uh, uh big 27 years now and yeah. how have you seen it change over the years um, in small ways really uh the shells have got better uh obviously but uh some safety precautions some of the rules and regulations that's where you've seen most of the change right because we have 350,000 people to watch out for that's correct that's correct and, and the mall does a fantastic job of keeping the, the site area uh, clear of all the spectators uh it is such a, a tight area down there uh but we're 
it, you know, it's just a great job that they do and, and in helping us assist uh, providing a great area for us to do fireworks. But uh, over the years, it, fireworks really haven't changed that much from, uh, you know, most of the shows used to be hand-fired. Now yeah. this type show is, is electronically choreographed, and, and we're starting to move into uh, an area where most of the shows will still be hand-fired, but a lot of them now are becoming electronically, not choreographed, but electronically fired. Okay. Are are the are the fireworks themselves still hand packed? Are they machine packed? Yes, they're still hand rolled, uh, hand packed, hand shipped, and then when we get them, we take them and individually touch each and every one of the shells and load them into an individual tube. Wow. Yeah. So, what is your favorite? Mine are the ones that go up. Um, are white and kind of look like jellyfish as they oh, come down. Yeah. Uh, the diadish shells. Uh, I have, I don't know, I love uh, brocade, chrysanthemums, big crowning. Um, I typically put those into the finale. Um, I like the smiley faces, the Saturns, you and know. And how does that happen when you have pictures and, and uh, like, oh, emoticons kind of emojis that come out looking like a picture? How does that come out of a shell? Well, it's the internal way the shell is made, and inside, if you will, um, there's little what we call stars. It looks like little charcoal bis- biscuits, but smaller, and they're placed in that design. So when the shell has an internal fuse, it, it lights out of the tube, has the, the lift charge, and it explodes, and its shell goes up to its appropriate altitude, and then it bursts. And because that the stars are a pattern, in that pattern of a smiley face, a heart, a five-pointed star, a ring, what have you, it will burst out into that pattern, and that's how you see it. Wow. I love the hearts. Yeah. Yeah. How could you not? I remember back in 1776 having a big American flag. Yes. And that's probably one of the greatest changes. You don't see too many ground pieces any longer. That's what we used to call them, set Mm -hmm. pieces. Uh, Very few shows. And it's because of you don't have the clear line of sight from the spectator to the fireworks. Okay. Um, So you miss some of that. You used to have the wheels turning and and all Mm -hmm. that, you know. Uh, but that's kind of lost art now. Well, we're going to take a break. We are speaking with Carol Cox with Lenox Square and Rick Lambright with the pyrotechnics part of the show that's going to be happening on July 4th at Lenox Square Mall. Folks, this is a show not to miss. It's the largest one in the Southeast. It's been going on for 57 years. There's so much more than the fireworks that are going to be happening, and we're going to let you in on that. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now back to Belinda Skelton. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton, and we are getting ready for the 4th of July Independence Day, and we're going to celebrate it in grand style with the Lenox Square Mall uh, 57th Annual Legendary 4th of July Celebration. And here to tell you all about it is Carol Cox from Lenox Square and Rick Lambright, who is going to be setting off all the great uh, fireworks that you're going to see and hear. So, Carol, if you're going to be there starting at 6 when the festivities start, I I need to be fed. Uh, 
what kind of what kind of I understand food, me too <laughs> what kind of food's going to be there should I bring a, a blanket um, lawn chairs what have you yes absolutely so bring your your lawn chairs um, and your blankets um, you know get comfortable especially if you have kids with you you want to make sure that they're comfortable sitting on the pavement or in their own little special chair uh, but we have lots of food options so the majority of the food court um, our fashion cafe mm-hmm. restaurants will be open um, the front restaurants along the um, the front of the mall you know from True Food to mm-hmm. Zen Burger to Cheesecake Factory, they'll all have selections and options so you can kind of come in and dine first and then come out and party or the entire parking lot is going to be covered in a variety of concessions. So oh, if you think of it, I'm sure we're going to have it. Okay, that's great. Rick, in the finale, because I just love the finales, how many fireworks would you actually say are in the finale? Probably roughly... 3,500 to 4,000. So you actually plan the finale. It's not just, oh, these are the ones we haven't shot yet. Oh, absolutely, yeah. There's a whole bank uh, of racks dedicated nothing but the finale. Oh, well, this is just the highlight for so many families to look forward to. And you have generations uh, doing this together. So if people want more information, Carol, where can they go to a website or something where they can get more information on Yeah, they can go to LennoxSquare.com, and under our news and events, um, we'll have very specific information about everything. We have the restaurant hours that are going to be open. Um, We have a list of the bands that will be there, all the details about parking and things like that. So you can come there. Um, If you happen to be in the mall, you can stop by guest services and get additional details. Um, But yeah, we're looking forward to everyone coming out. And Rick, I can't wait to see what you produce again this year. And I think the weather is going to be really good. Keep your fingers crossed. I've got them crossed (laughs) for you. Okay. Happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. You've been listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSD. Depend on it.